is an action, the active pursuit. I'm obsessed with that idea. It means that we, as individuals, are responsible for making the choices and developing the lifestyle habits that create our own whole health, body, mind, and spirit, with all the parts working together. Does that not make wellness feel so powerful? And our own personal health feel so possible? My name is Stephanie Junko, and I want to officially welcome you to Be Well With Steph, the podcast. We start so tiny, so, so tiny, so tiny, it feels like it doesn't work at all. But here's the thing. If you're not currently moving your body in a purposeful way, doesn't it sound terrifying to suddenly say, I exercise for an hour a day, or I exercise for 30 minutes a day? It's really hard to go from, from zero to full speed, right? We can accept the idea that we don't have to 180 our life in order for it to start making a difference. So maybe in this scenario, the tiny habit that I add is, I'm looking at my work day, I send a lot of emails or a lot of messages. Every time I hit send on an email or a DM, I am going to stand up and reach up for the sky and touch my toes 10 times. There's nothing getting in our way from doing that, right? When I was a kid, I always journaled. I had a journal going. I loved a fresh new notebook. I love, still love a fresh new notebook. And I loved inspirational quotes and that sort of thing. And I remember journaling almost daily for a lot of my childhood and into my teenage years, mostly about the things I had done that day, just recording experiences and recording memories, uh, maybe into the teenage years, then being able to explore feelings a little bit more and to explore the person that I was growing into. I got away from that a while. I think probably mostly because my morning and bedtime routines changed as we get older. Uh, maybe you're watching TV. Maybe you have a phone. Maybe you have someone else that you're spending your time with. Maybe in the morning, instead of having leisurely time, you, like I was, are rushing to work. And things kind of got in the way of that habit. But I knew I needed to bring it back. So maybe in your journal, you would want to jot down thoughts about your day or your week and what in it do you feel like you handled well and what is an area that you'd look to improve. These are the five categories of things that are on my, my regular shopping lists. The first one being whole grains. Whole grains make a great base of any meal. They are high in fiber. They're high in protein. They're super satisfying. So I keep a stock of grains on hand. And again, this might not be something that I need to buy every week. For example, if I buy a canister of rolled oats, that's going to last me longer than the week. So rolled oats, brown rice, quinoa. Uh, I keep some whole wheat pasta or other whole grain pastas on hand. And then each week, I'll buy a whole grain bread and or pita bread or wraps. Whole grains, when you buy them in big bags, just like this, just the straight up grain, are really, really budget friendly. We're talking like cents per serving. So that can be a great way to get a bulk of calories from a nutritious source in your diet, really low cost. The second thing that's always on my list is some sort of beans. How processed those beans are will impact how much they cost. 
So what I mean by that is if I buy dry, bagged, uncooked beans, super, super cheap per serving, and I can soak them and cook them, and that's really nutritious way to do that, I usually take the shortcut and buy canned beans, just one of the shortcuts I've decided to take to make my life a little bit more convenient. I will cook them from scratch on occasion, but for the most part, I'm using canned. I find it easier to buy them in bulk. So I might buy a really giant can of chickpeas, which is kind of hilarious, but my dog Cha-Cha eats them too, okay? So I buy enormous cans of chickpeas or I buy them by the case. Any kind of bean like that, black bean, pinto bean, chickpeas, etc. Most of you, when I say pasta, are going to think about carbohydrates. You're not thinking about protein, right? Let me show you how to make a protein-rich pasta dish. We're going to start by using whole wheat pasta. Instead of using any refined flour, refined white pastas, we're going to use the whole wheat pasta because the protein is going to be intact as well as the fiber. So a cup of whole wheat pasta, eight grams of protein. I'm going to toss in some chickpeas for probably another about eight. Most beans run at about eight grams of protein per half a cup. Then I'm going to add in, again, my variety mixed vegetables. So in with my pasta and chickpeas, I'm tossing in some green beans, bean sprouts, maybe another vegetable like some tomatoes, onions, mushrooms. All the veggies are going to add up at close to 10 as well if I'm eating a, a few cups of them. You know, with whole plant foods, you have to eat in volume. That's how you're going to stay full. That's how you're going to get enough calories, right? Plant foods are low in calories. You need calories to live. So we're going to load up on them a little bit. But this meal also would come in at a little over 20 grams of protein for a veggie pasta dish, which traditionally our culture is looking at as a carb-heavy meal. So it's really important to remember and to keep in mind that our bodies need nutrients. They don't need particular foods. When you're doing your food prep or you have some time to carve out to cook, I want you to think big picture. Instead of making enough potatoes for a meal, can I make the whole bag? Instead of roasting one head of broccoli for dinner or for snacks, can I go ahead and roast two? Instead of making two tacos just for dinner, can I make a dozen of them and stick them in the refrigerator for lunch or in the freezer and freezer bags to make quick grabbable meals later on? If you enjoy eating oatmeal for breakfast, can you make that into a baked oatmeal or muffins that last you a few extra days or overnight oats that can stay in the refrigerator for a few days? We're always just thinking about how can I do something in a bigger batch? One way I like to do it is with grains. I always cook grains in a batch. So instead of making rice for dinner, I make rice for dinner and three lunches. Or instead of cooking pasta, you know, it's just me or sometimes just me and my boyfriend. Instead of just cooking pasta for dinner, I cook the whole box and it will get utilized throughout the week in different ways. It doesn't have to be that you're cooking and eating the same dinner every night for three days, but it might be that for three days this week, we're going to incorporate pasta, even if that's in three different ways. And I can save some time up front by just cooking it all at once. You can move your body and Get all the benefits that come with exercise by just going for a walk. For starters, did you know that walking actually strengthens your heart muscles, lowers your blood pressure, and reduces your risks of cardiovascular disease just by going for a walk in the fresh air? 
In addition to cardiovascular benefits, walking also helps to strengthen your muscular system and your skeletal systems for improving your bone density and your bone strength and reducing fractures later in life. One of the biggest factors is walking. Walking helps to improve your circulation, keep that blood pumping throughout your body, sending all of the oxygen and nutrients to all of the cells and muscles in your body. It also improves your digestion. One of the easiest ways to get past, I shouldn't say easy, it never feels easy, but one of the best and most assured ways to get past digestive distress is to go for a walk, to simply go for a walk, get things moving and grooving. And if you don't believe me, all you have to do is take my dog Cha-Cha for a walk for about five minutes and you'll know that it helps your digestion. Aside from physical benefits, walking can be a tremendous boost to your mental health. It releases endorphins that fight stress every time you go for a walk. Over the past several years, I've become really conscious about what I put into my body. It's no secret around here that food quality and nutritional value are super important to me. I'm careful when I choose my food because I want for my foods to work with me and my body in protecting my health and preventing disease. Taking control of this area of my life has felt really powerful. What I haven't always paid attention to, though, is the quality of the products that I was putting on my body. That completely changed when I discovered Buffalo Gale Organic Skincare. It never occurred to me that while I was so conscious about what I put in my body every day, I was still using products on my face and skin that could be potentially harming me. Buffalo Gale's products are plant-based and organic. They are made and poured in small batches in my home city of Buffalo, New York, but I've been wildly impressed by the truly luxurious and quality care that they give to my skin. I was never really a skincare routine type, but now it's seriously my favorite part of my day. Not to mention, my skin has never been clearer, and my face has never felt better. All with the confidence that I'm keeping it free of unnecessary chemicals and potentially harmful ingredients. I believe in Buffalo Gale Organic Skin Care so much that I have scooped up a discount code for you guys. You can go to buffalogaleskincare.com and use the code BEWELLWITHSTEF at checkout for 15% off your order. That's buffalogaleskincare.com and the discount code BEWELLWITHSTEF. I'm so excited for you to give these products a try as part of your creation of a healthier you. When you find yourself in some kind of slump or lacking motivation, maybe there's a shift you can make there too. No, I don't have to work out, but I am able to move my body and I get to do that as a celebration of what my body can do and to make it stronger. I have to cook dinner. Well, I I don't have to, but I get to. I have food that's accessible to me that can nourish me and my family and what a gift, what a blessing. I get to do that for me, myself, or for others. Start with flipping that script. My mom used to say when we were kids, you don't have to want to, you just have to do it. And obviously I didn't love that when we were kids, but I didn't realize how much I would be saying that to myself and other people as an adult. So clearly she was onto something then. 
some things are hard. Some tasks are not enjoyable. Sometimes we're tired. And sometimes that is all completely irrelevant. Sometimes you just have to do it anyway, right? You have to suck it up, buttercup, and get it done. So I had to start telling myself, you don't have to want to right now, but you do have to do it. I believe so strongly that we have to create our own motivation. And we have to wire in feelings of success around what we do that increase our motivation. In a sense, Nike had it right when they said, just do it. Our motivation comes from our actions. Action is the starting place. So like I said in the beginning, a lot of times we wait around for motivation in order to take action. You know, we wait and say like, well, when I'm ready, I'll make the move. When I feel like it, when I feel inspired, you know, we try to inspire ourselves. We look for a motivational quote, right? We look for something to make us motivated to take action when in all reality, we just need to do it. We need to start with the action. We need to start by doing something. And then when we do that thing, we do it over and over again and we make a habit. When we make a habit, we do our habits over and over and we string them together until we create routines. Our routines help to show us results. Our routines that we do every day are what make results or make a change. And when we see a change, when we see results, Results are what motivate us to keep doing, to add more, to go bigger. Our results are our motivation, but our results come from starting with action. That feels really hard to people because they think, well, how am I supposed to start the action when I'm not motivated? Like, how do I start that cycle? It's great if our routines show us change and our change motivates us, but how do we do the actions that build the habits and routines? So when I say start with an action, I mean one small, stupidly simple, realistic action. Whatever your easiest point of entry is to a task, that's where we start. We start with something so small and so simple that there shouldn't be a barrier to doing it. There shouldn't be a barrier to entry. So small and so simple. When we do that small, simple thing over and over again, and we're able to be successful at it over time, then our brain says, cool, I'm successful at doing something. I can do more. We believe that we're going to inherit diseases when in reality, we may inherit susceptibility to a disease. We may inherit genes that could develop a disease, but we have much more over much more control over the expression of that disease than we used to think or believe. By the expression of the disease, I mean just because you have um, a family history of heart disease and maybe your genes are predisposed to heart or cardiovascular-related diseases doesn't necessarily mean that those diseases are going to express themselves or that those genes are going to um, give you the codes for heart disease. Based on our lifestyle factors, our diet, our exercise, our stress management, and other environmental factors, we have a little bit of control over if that disease expresses itself or not. Here's the thing. You get to pick what you keep from what is passed down to you. You get to decide what things continue to get passed on and what things stop with you. 
And that's why I called this episode, You Can Be the One Who Breaks the Cycle. Just because everyone in your family cooked a certain way doesn't mean that you have to. And we, we talk about this idea of um, first generation related to a lot of accomplishment type things or achievements, right? So they might say, um, I was a first generation American, or I was the first one in my family to go to college, or I'm the first um, person, you know, we're the first generation to do something else related to, you know, to start a business. I was the first one to do that. Well, you can break the cycle in a lot of ways in your whole lifestyle. Why not break the cycle and be that person, be that first generation when it comes to your health? My physical health thrives on whole foods and exercise. I bet that your physical health thrives on whole foods and exercise too. But my mental health and wellness that kind of third part of that health triangle, are just as important. Eating food without having to track it all is important. Being able to go out to happy hour with my friends without feeling guilt over french fries is important. Allowing time for my body to rest, to not work out, and taking time for hobbies that just simply bring me joy without any end result is important. Another thing that was important to me was buying jeans that fit. Jeans that just fit when I put them on and made me feel confident instead of trying to run off three pounds every week so that they felt a little bit better. And when I was taking real care of myself, when I was listening to what my body needed, what my physical health needed to thrive, and listening to what my heart and my mind needed to thrive, that's when my body became the size that it was always meant to be. Every day is completely a gift. It's something that I'm so grateful for and grateful that I have been able to experience and been able to connect with and to connect with those of you that are listening. Um, I feel a little bit like Hamilton when I say, you know, like I feel young, scrappy and hungry, right? I'm not throwing away my shot. And I'm sharing this with you because I don't want you to coast into next year either. I don't want you to throw away your shot. That thing that you're thinking about, I think you should do that. That thing that you've always wanted to try, I think you should try. That thing that's tugging at your heartstrings, that's asking for you to accept it or connect with it, I think you should connect. I think this is a really powerful time of year because this is what sets us apart from what could have been and becomes what will be. Whoa, right? I'm ready for you to see what will be.